Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm back and I'm live from rainy New York City. Um, I had a wonderful Easter. I hope you guys did too. Uh, it's 10.30 in the morning, so today is a mimosa day. <clears throat> um, I make my mimosas a little bit different. I, I Obviously, I use orange juice and, and champagne. But I also splash a little tiny bit of vanilla vodka in there. Just for that extra little kick. Um, as you can hear by my voice, I'm a little raspy. I'm sorry about that. But there's just so much damn gossip that happened uh, in the few days that I was off. We're going to start with Anna Wintour. Um, many of you know, it, or if you don't know, she is the editor-in-chief at Vogue. Um, and she's the artistic director at Condé Nast. Condé Nast is, of course, the big magazine conglomerate. Um, they have so many magazines, I'm not going to name them off. But this is a really shocking development um, for Condé Nast and the magazine world as a whole. Um, because Anna Wintour was the one person who everyone thought was untouchable. Um, this is not her decision. Um, page Six and other sources have said she's being forced out um, by the new chairman. I can't think of his name right now. But she's being forced out because he doesn't like the direction. Um, and it really has people like like me who who write for magazines on edge because if Anna Wintour can be let go, none of us are safe. I mean, none of us were safe anyways, especially the freelancers like me, because um, with the with belts tightening, um, our our pay was already reduced. Um, at at the height of the magazine bubble, you could make a dollar to two dollars per word. So if you got a four thousand word article, you were basically set. Like that was the whole reason why I wanted to get into magazine writing is because I was like one article that's a, that's more than enough. And if I don't sell another article for for another month, I'll still be set. Now we're getting offers for a nickel, a dime, which is, I mean, it's still really great money, especially if you love what you do. Um, but so the fact that Anna Wintour is being forced out means that there's even more belt tightening coming. Um, you know, the rumor is that she's clashed. She's very um, hard to work with. It, and going back to the Miranda Priestley um the the woman who wrote it was allegedly her intern um who was played by Anne Hathaway in The Devil Wears Prada and um The Devil Wears Prada the book was allegedly a Rome, Roman Clef book where which basically means you know who the people are even though um it's a it's supposed to be a work of fiction um, True Colors, which was anonymous, which was written by anonymous, is the same thing. You know who the people are, even if um, they don't come forward and say it, or even if the author doesn't straight out say, Miranda Priestley is Anna Wintour. Um, so, people are kind of speculating what her next move is, and. It was widely assumed that she was going to go for an ambassador position within the Hillary Clinton administration had she won the election. Um, so there's there's some thought that maybe this wasn't such a 
a shock to her and she saw it coming. But you're when it's Anna Windhorn, you you kinda don't know. Let's be honest here. You think you're untouchable. And I'm pretty sure that that's exactly what she thought. I think she thought she was untouchable and was just really surprised by this. Um nobody's nobody's talking about this. Um Anna Winters people aren't, uh Conde Nest people aren't. Um, other than to say that she she's gamefully employed with them and that's all that needs to be said. But the the rumor is um she's sitting down with um someone from the New York Times and they're gonna do her exit interview. Now this is exactly what happened with Grayson Carter who used to run Vanity Fair. They said it was the exact same situation where they said, No, don't look over here, nothing's happening. What are you talking about, crazy? And then suddenly the retirement is announced. The only difference is, is um, Grayson's announcement came a lot earlier um, than what the rumor started. So maybe, even though the rumor is that she's out this summer, it's possible that she's going to be working through um, throughout the summer and maybe her exit will come um beginning when they start laying out the twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen issues. I'm gonna keep on top of this story, um, and I will bring you updates as soon as they become available to me. I'm gonna pour another mimosa and I will be right back. Okay guys, I'm back. Okay, I had to pour an extra strong mimosa for this one. The Channing Tatum Jenna um t- uh, uh, the oh. Wow. Um, the Channing Tatum and Jenna Tatum divorce, which I don't know why I said it like that, but whatever. Um, it's about to get nasty. And it's going to be a gossip lover's dream. When they announced their split, the first thing I put on Facebook was I am predicting a slew of blind item reveals. And my sources did not disappoint me. Blind, um, blindgossip.com, crazydaysandnights.net. Both really came through with the blind item reveals. We'll get to those, I promise. Um, this is one of those things where I really, truly think um, this is going to become a companion book because there's so much to it, and I'm sure as this divorce goes on, it's going to get nasty. Um, but first, let's, let's just talk a little bit about what's going on here. So, um, Jenna and Channing met on the set of Step Up back in 2006, I believe. Um, and they dated, they liked each other. But there really never seemed to be a rush to get married. And I believe, I believe they ended up getting married... Everyone keeps saying nine years, so it had to be 2009, but I thought it was 2010. Um, people could be rounding up, or I could just, just be off by a little bit, but whatever. Um, they got married, and then almost immediately, people started saying, well, she's using him. She, uh, she's just trying to advance her career. And it always felt like... To me, it always felt like his people were putting that out there. Like they were almost 
bracing us for the inevitable divorce. Um, I'm not saying that's for sure what happened, but that's what it certainly felt like that. Because how do you... How do you say that about your about a brand new wife? Especially since it's not like they just ran off to Vegas and got married for an hour. You know, these people have been dating. They have been... Um, maybe not in love. But certain... Well, obviously they were in love with that they got married. But um, unless it was a marriage of convenience. I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, but there was certainly something... That that brought these two people together. That's what I'm saying here. Um, so it's kind of crazy to me that these allegations about Jenna just using uh, Channing for to advance her career got started. But that it didn't end there though, and that's the whole thing, and that's what really is kind of like the driving force of huh. So, after a while, rumors of his cheating got out. And, you know, every time there was rumors of his cheating, suddenly there's a photo op with him and Jenna, and, or him talking about how great his marriage is, how great his wife is. And it always seemed like, again, a plant. Like, oh, people are talking about me using you to advance my career. Well, let's just change that to... He's a cheater. And there was a certain subsect of people who were talking about, oh my god, he only cheats because she's using him. And it went on and on and on like this. Like it was it was so dizzying, like where do you rest your eyes? Where do you where do you stop and say, okay, what's really going on? That I don't have an answer for that because it's a first of all, everyone else is stunned by the, the announcement. Maybe it's because I'm so jaded, maybe it's because I read so much gossip. I fully anticipated their breakup happening, I just didn't know when it was going to happen. Um, and that's the whole thing. Like, I, I, I guess I never really bought them as a couple for some reason. But it was through no fault of their own. That was totally on me. Let me get some more mimosa and let's start talking about these blind item reveals. I'll be right back. Okay. I just had to take a really big drink and then make another one real fast because... Ooh. Um, this stuff is so juicy and good. So let's just dive right into the blind item reveals. Every single blind item that has been revealed thus far has been about Channing Tatum, Tatum cheating on his wife. Um, the best one comes from Blind Gossip. Um, I don't know the name of it off the top of my head. Um, let me see if I can find the name for you. But basically, in it, they actually prove... Oh, it's called Keep Our Conversations a Secret. And that's um, it's been revealed. It's over on blindgossip.com. Check it out. Um, so they were the first ones, not the first ones, but certainly 
um, they brought the receipts. They have uh, acquired, I don't know how, I don't know if they paid for it or how they received this. But they have, res- um, they have conversations that Channing had with this mysterious woman um, about fooling around on his wife and, you know, trying to set up a hookup and whatnot. And here's why I said they brought the receipts. Not only do they share the screenshots, but there's a picture that was taken to prove that it was Channing Tatum. I'm sure that there could be spin on this and say, well, you know, anyone could have got that. And it's true, anyone could have got it. But it's inside a work trailer. So he was filming something. Um, they said, they said in the, um, in the reveal part of their, their, their item that he was on the set of Logan Lucky, which filmed in Atlanta, Georgia. So, here, I mean, it's irrefutable proof that he was at least trying to hook up with women. I don't think we have any proof that he actually did, but it was, it's proof that he at least tried. Um, I am also guessing that the split happened um, way before, because there's been blind item after blind item, especially over on Crazy Days and Nights, which has turned into basically just an all-blind item um, site now about the couple splitting. Um, he didn't show up to... Um, Channing didn't show up to some sort of event for um, Jenna like he was supposed to. Um, and so the, the anti lawyer over at Crazy Days and Nights has, has said um, if they're not split, they're about to. Because this is not how this couple normally operates. That they're very supportive of one another under normal circumstances. So, given all of that information, it's kind of amazing that they were able to keep their split under wraps for as long as they did. I don't know. Um, I'm sure that someone's going to ask when they split. No one knows the exact timeline. All we know is that they put it... Um, a couple days ago, they put up a um, Instagram post together where they announced their split. They said it's everything's amicable. Um, anything that you hear from anywhere else is false. But let me just say this. Whenever someone says that a news source that is negative about them is false, you can almost bet that it's true. Especially when they're showing you screenshots with pictures of the actor or actress or a celebrity figure, whomever that might be, in them. My guess is there's about to be a huge scandal. And they wanted to get out in front of it. Just like Michael Douglas did with his sexual um, harassment accuser. He got ahead of the story and it disappeared. I'm going to guess that multiple women are about to come forward and say that they slept with Channing. That it was, it was consensual, but he was cheating on his wife. And in order to avoid a career meltdown like Tiger Woods had, this is what they're doing. So then they can kind of play it up as, oh, well, yes, he may have cheated. Or he may have slept with these women, but we were already split, so it wasn't cheating. And he was just being a Lothario. 
if that's the case, his PR team is brilliant and they've stopped what would have been the hottest story of the year. Of course, they created another hot story, but they stopped him from ruining his career. And now, hopefully, he can keep him in his pants. Or if he can't, I'm hoping he at least uh, wears a condom. I will be right back. Okay. So, I have to, I have to cover the story. Um, I really wish I had the vlog up and running because um, this would be, I, I really feel like this would be one of the big stories. Um, not big as in, in terms of like the Tatum's divorce or even Andrew Wintour being pushed out. What I, when I say big, what I mean is, um, I think it would be very popular. It would be very shared. Um, so Eric John Schmidt is running for, um, city council of West Hollywood. Very attractive man. Um, I'm going to guess gay, although I haven't actually seen that, but after, after this, you'll see why I say he's gay. In a bit of transparency, he's admitted that he has naked pictures out on the internet. Um, and I, I, I've checked them out. They're very authentic. There's videos on there as well. Um, so he, he came out and said, you know, hey, you want to see me naked? You know, you can do that. I definitely have a past. I did this. I think it's okay because, you know, it is part of who I am, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Go to dudesnew.com and you'll find me. Tower Lord also has um, a, whole, a whole article about this. Go check it out. Um, and they, you can, they have a hot link so you can see his page. Um, again, if I had the blog up and running, um, it would be on there because this is going the blog is going to be not safe for work. Um, because the podcast is not safe for work. Um, this, this is what happens when you add alcohol, a gay, and juicy gossip together. It's just what happens. Um, so, you know, I was, during my, my trip last night, I was reading, you know, and all these people are debating, oh, you know, politicians need to be above. If we're going to blast Trump, we need to whatever, blah, blah, blah. And I really thought about that. And I, I don't agree. And I don't agree for one very big reason. And that's because we knew when when Trump announced that he was running, there was a sort of past. I'm fascinated by the Stormy Daniels scandal, not because I think he should be removed from office because of it, because that's certainly not the case. That's his personal life. It happened before he was in office, and it doesn't affect um I'm going to use this word lightly here, work. I'm fascinated by it because it's the one scandal that he hasn't been able to control, that he hasn't been able to brush off. I don't know if it's because Stormy is um, a very determined woman. I don't know if it's just the level of salaciousness that's attached to it. Um, those are things that we we as Americans need to look at ourselves. With 
with Eric John, um, he's running for city council. You know, again, it, it's not going to affect the work that he does for the city, um, other than he might get hit on by quite a few more men. Um, I, there's a few pictures where he appears to have a partner, but I'm not sure. Um, but I'm sure if he has a partner, either they have a, an arrangement or his partner is going to be very upset with all the added attention that um, his, his significant other is getting because he talked about the naked pictures and videos. And I, I watched the videos. This is porn star stuff. Like, very much... I don't know that it was necessarily set up that way. Um, I've, I've not done much research on dudes nude. Um, but it certainly seems like it's um, like another OnlyFans where people can subscribe or not because I watched and seen everything of John, Eric John's for free um, and, and send in money. Um, so I don't know if this was a professional thing if you just was like, hey, I like being naked and I want you to see me naked. Who knows? But... Um, I want you guys to sound off, um, tell me what you think at ed at authoredanderson.com. I'll be right back. How much do you guys love me? Um, that's rhetorical, of course. Unless you want to send me some love, um, either via email or contributing to my Patreon account, patreon.com slash author Ed Anderson. Um, you'll get to see some exclusive fiction, nonfiction. Um, I'm going to be putting up some really good juicy gossip stories. My first work on the Anna Wintour stuff is coming soon. Um, so there's just a thought. Enough advertising for myself. Let's talk Roseanne. This is going to be an op-ed. Um, I don't know why the Roseanne revival is giving me just a opinion life, really. Um, but it is. And um, this is another one that I think I'm going to write. Um, the other one that we talked about last week is over on Vocal Media, vocal.media. Um, just search for my, my name, Edward Anderson, and you'll see it. Um, it should be, I think, my, my most recent story. Um, but yesterday, as I was traveling back to New York, I was, um, reading a piece by Kareem, um, Abdul-Jabbar, where he said that, basically, Roseanne, the, the TV show Roseanne is, um... It, we're, we're, it's a very satirical. It's very... Um, it's bringing issues out into the open. But it's really the most anti-Trump show on TV right now. And for a second I thought he was crazy. So, as I want to do, I rewatch the episodes. Um, thanks to Hulu. And I came up with my own opinion. 
first, I have to say, I think Roseanne Barr is out of her mind. Um, I, I just don't know what else to say about the woman. Uh, she's a brilliant, brilliant comedian. Um, she's a creative force beyond anything I think we've seen in a very, very long time. Um, but there just doesn't seem to be something right with her. That being said, with what looking through it through the lens of what Kareem Abdul-Jabbar did, I kind of see where he's coming from. You know, um, both sides are very well represented. Um, his argument that it's a modern-day all-in-the-family, I think, falls a little flat because I don't think at the core of Roseanne Connor... Um, She's a bigot. I don't believe that she hates. But I do believe that someone said, hey, we're going to bring jobs back. It's going to be this easy. This is what we're going to do. And she fell for the con. As people are often do, as people often do, you know, the whole thing is not that... You know, someone's going to argue, well, you know, jobs are still flowing in. That's wonderful. I'm so happy that jobs are... But if they're not paying the way that they used to do. And when, when these tax breaks start to break up, and middle-class families are hit by these hard, hard taxes, that's going to be very difficult. People... You know, I, I've had this conversation with people in my writing group. People voted for for Trump because they saw him as an outsider. They saw him as someone who would change up the status quo, and he did. If there's anything we can give him credit for, he has certainly shaken up how we view the office of the president. However, getting back to the show, every side is represented Aunt Jackie is very, apparently very liberal, but voted for Jill Stein because Roseanne got in her head. Roseanne bullied her and made her realize, I realize it's the wrong word here, um, Roseanne bullied her and made her doubt herself. Um, but, you know, like, even digging a little bit deeper than that, um, the grandson Mark is gender fluid. He likes to wear girls' clothes. He likes to wear boys' clothes. His mom is okay with that. Um, there were several several jokes about Darlene being gay. I'm really hoping that they expound upon that because last we saw, she was with David. So, did she have an affair with a woman? Did she, you know, why did she really lose her job? Was there some sort of um, Me Too movement action in there? Um, Bruce Helford who was defending the show, The Revival, um, in a Hollywood Reporter article, said judge the show on its merits. We try to represent everything. Um, so it's, it's very, very, very um, interesting to me. I don't know if I would call it a modern-day all-in-the-family yet. Um, and I certainly wouldn't call it the most anti-Trump show, even though... Um, they are reflecting what the rest of the world um, is seeing outside of Trump's small little bubble of himself. And I think, you know, 
with with the uh, 2020 elections literally just around the corner, we're going to start seeing all sorts of ads pop up. Um, we're going to start hearing about more candidates. I think it's going to be very interesting um, to see how Roseanne votes this time around. Now that she's seen what he's doing, you know, Roseanne Barr is, as an actress, as an individual, is steadfast in her support of Trump. But what about Roseanne Connor? Would Roseanne Connor still be so steadfast in her support of someone who hasn't lived up to his promise? As you know, I come from the Midwest. The jobs are not there, or if they're there, they're not paying what they used to do. A job that used to get thirty dollars an hour is only getting fifteen. Maybe 20 if you have experience and if you're very, very lucky. The tax cuts are going to hit hard. So while I think that the Connors um, and Rosanna's as a TV show are doing a great job reflecting Midwest life, I'd stop short of calling it the, a new All in the Family. And that's going to do it for today. I hope you all have a wonderful day and cheers.